previously on Perceiving the Spirit Run. You know, sometimes when the knot is tied, to untie the knot uh, in a rope sometimes can be very difficult because it's now entwined. You know, I refer to the woman as the pot and the man as the wood. But when they come actually to find the right pot, they don't have any substance. So now you have a pot and a lid that have given themselves to many others. And so there's no substance within them. What do they bring with them? Everybody else's spirits. And you found yourself in, in this very same position. There is a way out. You can have a second chance. So like like you said, sorry, like I said about the baggage and how uh, the world now looks at problems differently and there's so many like worldly problems and just problems and people don't know how to deal with it. They're not able to recognize it. And I feel like a lot of believers, I myself never used to believe in spiritual problems or realize that, you know, problems were connected in the spirit realm. So how would uh, you uh, explain or how do we recognize that we are spiritually yoked? Okay. Once again, a very interesting loaded question. Second <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corinthians 6 verse 14 gives us some insight. And we can gather some insight from that verse that we have read because it says that uh, righteousness cannot have fellowship with lawlessness and what communion has light with the darkness. So how can we see what is the effects of, of a yoke upon our life uh, that is uh, an ungodly yoke? What starts to happen? What insight? Well, first of all, uh, I think some of the indicators that you're asking about is that our thinking patterns change. Because we would think on one way, we would think about righteousness, but now we're thinking about hey, my partner, you know, or, or can be a business partner even. Uh, it can be a life partner. Any, any yoke that we're talking about, that a person's thinking pattern begins to change, where they, they start to think more compromising mm. instead of being, no, this is what I believe. So they start to compromise their belief. Behavior patterns begin to change. A person that uh, was self-controlled, a person that was protective of who they are. Now, uh, let me use the word, they come more loose. And so their behavior patterns begin to alter. Once again, so they can compromise. Once again, so they, uh, uh, they, they, if a person's unequally yoked, so the, the believer generally then starts to, to compromise because they don't want to have a problem. They get tired of the problem that they created. Right. <laughs> okay. right. And so their behavior patterns change. Once they had a happy disposition, when, when you met those individuals earlier, you know, there's a school friend and you went to school together. And you were always joyful and, and, you know, you understood that this person is happy-go-lucky and, and they have their head screwed on right and they're going to make good decisions, uh, right decisions. They've got a great career that they're going to go for uh, and they go to varsity and they still have this happy disposition. But something happens and they get unyoked or they get yoked with somebody uh, and their happy disposition, you see them years later, you know, you're not happy anymore. So what happens, the, the, the happy disposition starts to be recognized and become unhappy in a decision. So they're not just coping, they're now surviving. Mm. They're in survival mode. Uh, and so that starts to happen. And so their happy disposition, uh, they become weary. 
Um, there's a wariness about them. Their tidiness, their tidiness now becomes untidy. A person that, that used to look after themselves, you know, their hair was always combed, they always had their face done, yeah. there was no body odor about them. They were, they were spick and span. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden, because of this influence, we're talking about demonic influence now. Mm-hmm. Let's remind our listeners, we're talking about the influence of the demonic. Right. A person's life where a door's been opened, that gradually there's a change to their thinking, there's a change to their behavior, there's a change to their disposition, they, they, they become more wary, they used to be tidy, uh, now they're becoming untidy. Uh, there's a, a change, a, a decline in their morals. There's a change in their morals, there's a decline because demonic influence has come to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. But Jesus, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. And so our life is filled with decisions that we must make. Mm. And so as a believer, as Christians, we're talking mainly to Christians, and I hope that unchristian people, Mm. unbelievers, people who, who have not yet uh, seen the light will listen to this podcast as well because I'm speaking to you, my dear friend. Your your life can change. Your weariness, your unhappiness, uh, uh, even your morals. You think you're doing good, but you know in your heart that some of your morals are very questionable. But you do it because your friends are doing it because mm. you don't want to be left out. Mm. So you want to be part of the crowd. Uh, and so those are some of the insights that we just get out of this one little verse. Mm. 2 Corinthians 6.14, that we can start to see the difference. Mm. And when we recognize, when we we have the gift of discernment, but sometimes you don't even need discernment because you know somebody. If you have a friend and you know that they have been drug-free, they don't take any substance, Mm. you know that. But then after a while, you notice there's certain behavior problems, changes. Mm. You, you, you recognize that, hey, they're not as tight as what they used to be, and they become irritable. Mm. Their thinking has changed. Then one can be very sure that, hey, the addiction that they have opened themselves to has become a yoke of slavery. Mm. And that then you can recognize the effects on a person's life. And so they don't even have to be taking the substance to be acting like that? or No, no I just use a substance as an example. Right, right. Because that, that, I think, paints a, a clearer picture to people. True. true. Sometimes the, the spiritual can take some time. Mm, yeah, that's true. You don't have to be addicted to a substance mm. uh, to have a change in your thinking pattern. It can be a spiritual thing that you've opened the door for, like being unequally yoked, for example. That is uh, interesting because you said about how some people go on survival mode. And I feel like a lot of people in this generation are like that. They, they have like burnouts and everyone, I feel like, are just going on survival mode. Just go, 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 do, do, do and stuff. So it's, it's important to know, like you said, the verse, it's one of my favorite verse that Jesus came to give life and life abundant. And I feel like a lot of people miss out on abundant life. They're just surviving. May I give you another verse? Yeah, please. It comes from the Old Testament. It's a, it's a prophetic verse uh, about Jesus, which he fulfilled in the book of, uh, in the Gospels. 
Uh, he, he brought it to, to the fore of people. Uh, but Isaiah prophesied about the Lord, and he said, uh, and yes, in the context of speaking about Israel, but I'm now using it for someone listening right now. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it says, In that day, the Lord will end the bondage of his people. He will break the yoke of slavery mm -hmm. and lift it from their shoulders. And so someone's listening to us. Uh, I want you to know there's good news. There is good news. Continue listening to this podcast because there's going to come a time where we, I believe we're going to be praying for you to be set free. So you need to, to connect to this podcast. Look for the next uh, release of the podcast because throughout this, but for you right now, I want to give you this hope. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, his word is that he breaks the yoke of slavery. And so you might feel that you're enslaved, but God, wants to break that yoke because he's anointing. Remember, that's, that's the theme of this program, is it not? The anointing of the Lord breaks the yoke. And even as we are answering the questions and we, 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 we are talking to one another, the anointing of God is here, yeah, present to break that yoke of slavery over your life, my dear friend, because God wants you to live an abundant life. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As we dwell deeper into the spirit realm and the different ways we can get attacked, it's liberating to know that we don't have to live with demonic attacks. Jesus is the way, truth and the life. And he came to give abundant life. All we need to do is accept him as our Lord and Savior and rest knowing we have already won the battle because we are his children. Check out our monthly series, Break Every Chain, that drops every month. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more updates. Catch you next week. Until then, stay blessed.